生哭的秀。So exciting! I heard a Kelly Clarkson holiday song today, and it just got me ready.、Mm. To me, it's all about when the Christina Aguilera <gasps> Christmas album hits.、Ooh. That's what gets me in the holiday. <laughs> That's what turns me into my into a full horny Krampus. <laughs> um, we got to introduce this guest, girl. We got to. She's the best. We've been trying to get her on the podcast for so long. She's so busy. She's a style icon. She's a musician. She's a badass bitch. She's an. She's everything. It's Bethany Cosentino. Hi, Bethany. Hi. What an intro. You mean you're you are everything. I mean, thank you. You are the force behind Best Coast, one of like the most amazing California rock bands. The <laughs> you know I don't know. It's like a female power California rock band. I hope I described it well. I love that. I love I that a lot. Love your music. Thank you. Like it, I love it. Thank you. Yeah, I really kind of want you to sing my favorite song, but I won't do that because that would be like <laughs> it's a Christina Aguilera Christmas <laughs> that I can do. Just no, kidding, no, no, no. And not only are you this like amazing rock star, but you're also like a beauty and skincare. And style icon. I mean, I've been following you on Instagram for such a long time, and you're so open about like seeing the dermatologist and like all kinds of all kinds of like skin troubles and makeup and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to not be just honest,、mm. which I feel like sometimes is annoying because there's certain things I just like not to like. I would love to not overshare about everything,、yeah. but. I don't know. I guess it helps people. I know that feeling where、does. sometimes I'm like, "This is a little embarrassing,、yeah. but I can't help myself." Yeah, and maybe I'd have a little more dignity if I didn't share. Like today, I was eating eating a muffin, and I'm like, "This is how I meditate," and I'm like, "That's kind of dark." Like stuffing <laughs> a muffin in my face is how I really meditate. I love that. What kind of muffin? Yeah, what is going on? Because it depends. Why does the it darkness、depend? level is very intricately tied into the muffin type? I.、Me. That's crazy. I think stuffing any muffin and considering it meditation is dark. I find a lemon poppy seed to be like a light. Oh,、uh, you're, European you're, jaunt into the muffin world. You live in a dream world. Where's a chocolate chip muffin? Like big box. I got this at Costco. Like that's a dark muffin. Where does blueberry yeah, that, fit in? That does feel. Blueberry is actually、dark. right smack dab in the middle of the muffin spectrum for me. Because <laughs> you've got I, the fruit, which is reasonable, a bright brain. If you think dignified that blueberry should be more dignified than chocolate chip, you're like living in the '90s, where people think a blueberry dessert is fruit. Girl, we're talking about muffins. We're both living in the '90s. <laughs> muffins are the most '90s snack. <gasps> I can't even think of a more right up there with snack.、Uh, fettuccine Alfredo and chicken teriyaki, Red, like hard breadsticks served in a tall. I can't like, eat any、thing. of these things you guys are talking about. Why? Because free. Well. Recently, I found out I'm a I have a yeast allergy. Oh, <clears throat> so pasta and stuff I can eat, but it has to be gluten free.、Mm. 
like muffins and bread products, even gluten-free, off the table completely. Really? Oh. It's been hard. How, when did you find this out? I found this out like, I want to say six months ago because I started seeing a naturopath because my skin just blew up into mm. psychotic hormonal stress. Been there, girl. Oh. Been there. And then I had to do all these tests. Oh. And she was like, well, it turns out you're allergic to like all the stuff you eat. And I was like, well, that's... So much fun. Because, I mean, I've heard of yeast. I've heard of candida. I've yeah. heard of, like, thrush and yeast overgrowth. But I have to say, allergic to yeast, yeah, that's, that's a first for me. That's new. Is it? For Am us? I the first ever? You're the, the first show, <laughs> yeah. Blazer, yeah. Because when I hear yeast, I think, oh, you must have candida because yeah. that's, like, a yeast overgrowth, I think, right? Or bacteria? Yes. I don't know. Yes. Um, what else did you find that you're allergic to and how has your diet had to change? I found out that I was allergic to... Pineapple. <clears throat> That's a classic. I love pineapple. Yeah, which I was eating like I would get the thing from Whole Foods, the like oh. the tub of the like organic cut pineapple and was just eating that as if it was like dessert every night oh maybe were you overdoing it that's what I <laughs> probably cause that's like my mouth was like fucked but I was just like this is so good it's so and it's like good. nature sour patch kids yes and then I took all the tests and it was like Pineapple was like one of the top ones, and well, I was like, "Oh, I guess it's been maybe flooding your body with pineapple." I remember there was this period of time when I was writing for Alone Together, Esther's show, and we there was crafty every day, and there was a lot of watermelon, mm-hmm. and that's that is my that's my kryptonite. Watermelon. We actually couldn't afford to do a season three because of how much watermelon Caroline ate. It was, Look, I'm sorry that I got the show canceled. We had a big meeting about it. I didn't want to bring it up, but I would just like load up my plate with watermelon, like piece on piece on piece, and then I and then Esther even was commenting like it seems. Esther was like, Caroline, I think you're really overdoing it on the watermelon. And around this time, yes. What was my reason for? Well, you would definitely were commenting on it because I would come into your dressing room sometimes with like a plate stacked high. Like I was like Paul Bunyan or something. (laughs) Was I coming at you from a budgetary standpoint? No, you were. No, it was it was out of interest for my health, or at least so you said. (laughs) And then. And then I went to an, I had crazy, horrible skin, like hormonal acne. It yeah. was just so, like, the worst it's ever been. And the doctor was like, or I was doing all this research, and it turns out that, like, watermelon was one of the worst things you can eat for your skin. Because it really? just causes, there's no, fi- it just causes a pure spike in blood sugar. Oh, and there's no, like, come down or something. Do you think it's the fact that you both overdid it with a certain I think so. Yeah. Totally. It could be. You but, like, I haven't it. had it since, and I don't know if I feel better but i feel like i'm following the directions i was given but god is there anything better than pineapple i know it really just is. talking about it is making i know me. that's why i was eating a giant tub of it just you know like what? watching tv oh you know what's just hitting relatable. me is that is you know what's even better than your giant <clears throat> tub from whole foods is a fucking can of pineapple go on you can't go wrong i've never done it a can Those. with the juice no it can't be sweetened i'm talking it's just in its own juice it's not in a syrup what <laughs> i find that the canned pineapple which i'm totally open to it loses some of that tartness for me. That and that is what That's explains what you like exactly. Well, you cannot get a bad sour. Part. You guys are liking the sour factor. I'm for loving love. the sour like factor. Like the the ones that are like basically white because they're so like Ooh, she dirty. I love Ugh. the Ooh. just the like the stuff that hurts. Oh, oh you're dirty. I mean, I girl, love it. I I'm, feel like we have similar taste profiles. Do you really like spicy stuff? 
spicy mm. stuff is like I'm gr- it's growing on me. Like but, as a kid, it was like I couldn't even do like pepper. Like I was like no, bland everything. And now I'm like getting more into spice. But you love sour and sour candy. Love it. Same. What's your favorite? Because for me, sour candy is it's kind of almost a non-starter for me because there's nothing sour enough. Yeah. <laughs> what what is like the one sour candy that does it for you? I mean, I love Sour Patch Kids. They're the best. I had. Yeah. Are you not into sour? Patch? I don't they don't do it any. They don't do it, and they don't do it for me anymore. Okay. She's it's like desensitized. I'm, it's so sad. I've burnt off so many taste buds at this point. Like, yeah. For me, it's all about sour belts that they would have in a bulk candy store, Love like a those. sweet factory. Yeah. Those have the. Perfect. I went through a phase where I was buying the like. Do you remember the like little plastic? The Costco sour side. straws. Oh yeah, with came, the crazy like, man on yes, them. I yes, love those. I was buying. I those. love that little love that little horn dog. That was like the thing <laughs> I was into for a while, and then I tried to like because I re- was remembering the days of like Warheads, and I was like, okay, what's up with Warheads? And I tried one, and I was like, this is too extreme for me. I was gonna say, is that like kind of the only thing that can get you no, off? No, when it I was hurts like yeah. back, it's like you. Oh, get I that, love when those. Oh, you glands, love that? I love I those glands. Like, Except the black cherry. The black cherry Warhead is like. I like that. Yeah. It's sweet enough, it's I think. Good. I knew I was different as a child because I would suck the sour off of warheads and then spit them out. Oh, I feel like I did that. And then that my friends me. would rinse off the sour <laughs> in the sink and then eat them. And I was like, I'm different. <laughs> I do it differently. <laughs> I do remember they at one point made warhead lollipops that were like in a, a big really? warhead. And I remember having one in my tongue bled for like two days. <gasps> so then I, yeah, but they stopped making those. <laughs> That's but probably why. Anyway, there's a lit- litigation yeah. going through. I still have an open, a pending lawsuit <laughs> with the Warhead Company. Anyway, oh, I love sour candy. Yeah. I love sweet pineapple juice. I, I mean, when we're, if we're talking canned fruits, I'm not a str- I, I'm open to like so many canned fruits. A canned peach. There is no canned fruit better than a canned pineapple. You, there's you no conversation here to be had. Really? That's. I mean. I'm not scared of canned vegetables. I try to obviously go for I'm the not. BPA free yeah. and like, you know, you want to be mindful about it. But a canned beet, throw that in a salad. You just elevated your salad like a hundred, a hundred times. Yeah. So what are you eating right now? Like, is there a name for this diet you're on? Is it, are you thriving on it or is it driving you crazy? It's really not driving me crazy. It's actually been fine because I feel like I'm eating way healthier Mm. because I feel like before I was just eating like every day I would just wake up and have like Udi's like gluten-free toast and I'd make myself like an egg sandwich like every day and I'd be like it's gluten-free it's fine and then when the doctor was like cut that shit out I was like okay great this sucks now what do I eat and now I just have like a regular like egg or whatever but I also can't have dairy I found out I was also like allergic Mm. to dairy which I always sort of had a suspicion and I knew that dairy was not great if you had hormonal like issues and Mm. especially like hormonal acne issues Mm -hmm. so I cut out dairy and I feel like that really helped with like a lot of digest digestion Mm -hmm. issues I won't say my skin has I mean my skin is so much better than it was but it's still like when I ovulate it's just like bam and mm. I'm just like, okay, cool. When you ovulate. Yeah, it's when I ovulate. Are really? you super aware of your ovulation? Yes. I can tell when that shit is coming. You can tell without oh, looking yeah. at your app? I can feel I, the What pain. changes for you? I what think you it's feel? because I have the copper IUD, and oh. it's just like you get real crampy. Ooh. Yeah. So My I know, gynecologist I know said that some people really know when they ovulate, and it kind of made me scared that I'm not ovulating 
Because I don't know. Well, your discharge also changes. Yeah. It's the I'm sure you can track white. that. I, <laughs> <laughs> Certainly you can I mean, I have a whole buffet. Pull out the map the key bu- <laughs> in your bag. My friend is always saying that someone needs to make a Shazam for a discharge. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> oh, no. Caroline. I'm sorry. Something just came out of my face. How would that? To what visually identify. I don't need that. We all know. Yeah. Ovulation discharge is like it's that one is very you know that's like Bethany's breakfast every day. <laughs> egg white that is yeah. It's egg whites or the but sticky? it's uncooked egg white, right? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's just runny. like clear and slimy. Yeah. Oh wow. Isn't it like that all month? Yeah. I I personally can't notice like huge differences in my discharge. I will say there's that one time of the month where the discharge gets a little. I'm so sorry to the engineers. <laughs> the discharge gets a little clumpier yeah. and kind of like gelatinous, and I'll like notice like a patch of it on my thigh. I'm like, how do you get down there? <laughs> but it's so solid and has this like spider web traveling web ability or something, and I just notice it like on the back familiar. of my jeans or something. I'm like, how did you? I'm what? familiar with Here? this discharge. Yeah, 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 Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I bring up something? I, I'm sorry, but we're we're so adjacent to it that this is my chance to bring it up. Chunky. Do you know what I'm going to talk? Say chunky period. Yeah. Do you have it? Ugh, this is such like. I'm sorry, no, Bethany. No, no, no. I'm happy you said something. I mean, <laughs> I've experienced clump. It. Okay, I would yeah. say clump, clumpy. I guess clumpy is a better word. Yeah, it's a, it's like a, it's, it's like clotty. It's a clot. I want to say clot. Clot is feels very. It's like literally a, a blood clot. I, I will say I, I'm relatively unfazed by the period, by anything period. Okay. Yeah. Oh. This week though, I was. I mean, this month, I was like clumpier than usual and yeah. it did get me like it got to me it normally doesn't well, because you have to see so much of it because you're padding it up oh that's true yeah yeah i guess you I'm, guys don't i'm so removed from the process i'm like a <laughs> mom in the 50s what are you using <laughs> i'm tamping it i'm okay, tamping yeah. hard girl i i'm almost embarrassed to share this but i couldn't believe this happened i've never left a tampon in for like a long time but like a couple months ago i was at the gym and i was like peeing and it was like a week after my period and I like was like, what's in my? And I had a tampon in there. No, and it like was it like smelled bad. No, I know. I'm so thank God nothing happened. Oh my toxic god, syndrome. I scary. know. I know. I mean, I, I remember the fact that I've built up an immunity to that's, toxic shock. That's crazy. I remember <laughs> being a teenager and hearing that word like toxic, toxic shock syndrome shock and being like, syndrome. I don't want to wear a tampon. I know like, that's why that I'm off of awful. Them. Is that a sick metal band? It sounds like the like I always am like, why is there not a punk band named Toxic, toxic shock, shock Syndrome? syndrome. T S S. Like it's so good. I mean, Hollywood. Are you... Here's your next big idea. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm fine, you guys. <laughs> will you? Since you have T S S immunity, will you like cut up open? some blood and spill it into mine so I can blood, get blood vaccinated. Let. I can bloodlet. We just need some leeches. <laughs> I can easily bloodlet. Girl, I've watched all of Game of Thrones. Like I know how shit goes down in those huts. Like I can do I can do something with their blood for sure. Anyway. Anyways, we can move off. Well, before Vaginal. are you a tampon or a pad? I actually well, okay, mm. so I got the the IUD like not that long ago, and it's made my periods just so gnarly. So I've been <gasps> trying to experiment with different things, and us. I just got those um, the Thinks panties. Uh-oh. I haven't tried them yet, though. They're triggering for me. Are they? Okay, why? Well, uh oh, I need. They're to not know. for well, day you're one. In a, you're in a Thinks friendly zone. Okay, feel free to speak freely on Thinks. Okay. I mean, I, I haven't tried them yet. I'm if, waiting. But I have heard, like, not day one. Yeah. yeah. If you're he- – I, I am a little bit heavier on day one. Look. 
Who cares? You're human, girl. Yeah, I'm human. I, cl- I clump. I clot. <laughs> day one is a big day for me. Yeah. That's my day. I cannot go to Air One on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. in jeans and thinks. I'll bleed through. Okay. That's happened. But day four, day three, even Perfect. day two, like. Great. Yeah. Okay. Day one is like there's nothing like it. I'm soaking <laughs> through super pluses. Yeah. Like, I just had vaginal birth. <laughs> like, it's just nothing will stop. It's like a dam. It's like a dam with a big crack in it. Nothing will stop it. Um. Okay, so you're eating healthy. You're mm-hmm. not eating any carbs, sugar, for the I, most part. Yeah, I mean, I'm eating hella Sour Patch Kids. So what? there's sugar happening. I love them. Sugar's the toughest. I know. Isn't it, though? I know. Can we just admit that sugar's... The oh, hardest to say goodbye to. We're really all addicted. I, I, really I'll never is. say goodbye. Yeah, it's impossible. So what's your go-to, like, lunch nowadays? Mm, pretty much, like, I love bowls. I, like, I will eat a bowl till the day I die. Have I love a bowl. been to Palette in Echo Park? Yes. That's, to me, the dream bowl. Yeah. That's I love... Right I just... My boyfriend always makes fun of me because he's like, why do you just – everywhere we go, it doesn't matter what kind of restaurant. I'm like, I'll take the bowl because it's just like I want everything together as one. And mm. then I want to like like spin it up and stir it and it's just the best. It's totally Yannick too. It's like a big pussy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I clearly have one thing on the mind today and we're bringing it back. No, but it's very like womanly in the hearth and you're like mixing up with a mortar I just, and a pestle. Yeah, I love it. There's I just, love... It's like a, it is like scientific. Like you can like dig through and pick and You poke. also can just get mm. a bite of all of it. Mm-hmm. Like you can just stick your fork in and you can get your like your kale, your quinoa, Ooh, your yeah. beans, like your protein, whatever's in there. You can just get it all at the same time. Do you and have I fav- really appreciate that. Do you have favorite bowl spots or a favorite bowl recipe that you work with at home? At home, I really like to make one that's just brown rice, mm. a little bit of it's kind of like my take on like a burrito bowl, like brown rice, a little bit of like black beans that I cook with like green chilies mm. and like tagine. I love to throw some tagine oh. in there. Um, and then I'll do kale, like steamed kale, a little bit of steamed mm. broccoli. Mm. And then either chicken or shrimp. And then just like some avocado and some green salsa on top. Oh, I'm, I love I also salsa. am like kind of into like bland. I'm sort of like just very basic when it comes to food. Like mm. I could just eat like brown rice and veggies mm, do you make your brown rice in a rice no. cooker I buy the Trader Joe's like frozen the microwavable <laughs> ones those are so nice and easy I miss my microwave days sometimes I have a question which is like what is your what is an average day for you like what does your life look like right now are you recording music like what are you up to my life currently is like a stay-at-home mom without a kid pretty much <laughs> like we we're gonna start recording our record in january like mid-january wow. so when that happens like it'll be completely batshit bananas crazy i'll be in the studio like all day and i'll be i won't have time to do any of the stay-at-home mom stuff i'm doing currently um which is which is basically i wake up i walk my dog i meditate on a good day Ooh. i shower or i go to the gym i'm i'm in a fitness cult called Orange Theory Fitness. Are oh, you aware? Oh, Orange Theory, of course. Addicted. Orange Theory is like high intense. H I I T, right? It's wow. the best. Wow. So pretty much like on my days off, I do that, and then I 
either like go to the grocery store and cook or like watch TV or like work on some writing. Mm-hmm. It's like been pretty boring. Chill. It's been pretty boring and chill. But my life when I'm on the when I'm touring is the complete opposite of that. And like I don't get to do any of the like stay at home mom stuff on tour. <laughs> so I try to really soak it up when that is my vibe. And totally. It's currently, my vibe. Oh, and that, very hard. <laughs> that's just like your lifestyle. Like it's sounds yeah. like it's like all or nothing kind of similar. Yeah, I mean, it's weird to be like a a professional like touring musician means when you're not touring, you don't really have a job. You mm-hmm. know, like I mean, I'm definitely like I'm busy. I do things, but for the most part, when I'm not on an album cycle, I'm just stationary and. My life for the last, like, you know, like, six or seven years has been so much touring, but we haven't put a record out in three years. So it's been really mellow, but I needed it so badly because I was Mm. losing my shit. And I just really needed time to, like, have a regular life. Like, I go see movies with friends and things that I, like, didn't really ever get to do because I'd be on tour for two months at a time. And then I'd come home for, like, a week and a half and everyone would be like, you want to get dinner? And I'd be like, no, I don't want to leave my house. I want to catch up on, like, Vanderpump Rules and all the things I don't get to do on tour. Yes. So. I yes. definitely relate to that with, like, shooting a show yeah. and then coming out of it and being like, yeah. I, I don't want to see you. It's so easy to isolate when your yeah. job requires being on. I'm curious lot. if you ha- – yeah, I'm curious if you have advice for me and for people in general, like, going from doing a lot to having it sounds like you have like a good rhythm with your downtime like do you have advice for managing downtime because I feel like that can be really challenging I mean I only I feel like I only just learned how to kind of cope with it and manage it because I feel like before I would go from like the crazy high and just being like so busy to then like your life all of a sudden is just like Okay, nothing. And that was like the scariest, craziest feeling for me. But I think recently, like, I've learned how to just sit with it. It's mostly therapy has like really helped me with that, like therapy and meditating and like just being, I think, more for lack of better like word, like spiritual, I guess, has like turned me into just someone that can like pretty much now just sit with the like you know, the, like, nothingness. Because before I was like, what is this? Get it off of me. I don't know what to do with it. It's impressive that you're able to you. manage it it. it. it did not come easy. That's mm. for sure. Yeah. It did not come easy. It's hard to not go stir crazy mm-hmm. when you're, when you have, like, a day ahead of you with nothing, yeah. with nothing on the agenda. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And talk to us a little bit about that sober life. Yeah. Tell us about your your <laughs> where where you are with that sober life. Yeah. So November twelfth, I turned one year sober. <gasps> Congrats. Thank you. Um yeah, dude, I just like had 
I just had like a real time, a real wild time, like a, a several, many, many, several crazy years of just craziness. I, um, but I think like it had so much to do with just being like in a band that kind of just happened. And then I was just like, off like it was just like off to the races like it was like okay i work at lush because that was literally what i did before best <gasps> <Wow! Yeah. laughs> i worked at lush what location pasadena old town pasadena oh, colorado boulevard that, that is a great <laughs> stretch right there it was it was good but so i was doing that and then all of a sudden i just like started this band that then took me on this crazy ride and i did not know how to cope because they don't teach you coping skills in school. They don't teach, you know, like, my parents are great, but they're crazy. And they didn't sure as hell teach me how to cope with shit. And so I just got really good at, like, numbing everything out. And then I turned 30 and I was like, what the fuck am I? Why am I doing this? This sucks. Like, I feel like shit all the time. And then one day I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I just stopped. And it's been really hard, but I feel fantastic. Wow. Yeah, that's super inspiring. And Thanks. was that like a huge part of touring and being in a band was yeah. like the drinking culture and like that's what let you stay out late and like bond with people and like go yeah. on stage or come down even from totally. being on stage. Yeah. And that was like really an intense thing too because it just became – like I said, I'd had no coping skills, so I was all of a sudden, like, on stage in front of all these people and doing press and, like, late-night shit and just all this stuff. And I was like, I don't know how to do any of this. And the the way that I did it was, like, I would just get drunk or I'd get high or I would, like, do whatever. And then I'd be like, cool, I can do this. But now when I look back on it, I'm like, that didn't help me at all. Like, it did not—it didn't help me. It just, like— at the time, it made me think it was easier to do stuff, but it just complicated everything, you know? Mm. Um, it's but like yeah. that. It's the definition of it's like a quick fix. Totally. A, ban- a Band-Aid. Or, yeah, you know. totally. But yeah, I just think it was like, yeah, it's what you do. Like when you're a musician, you go to a venue and there's like you get there at like, you know, one or two mm. depends on like the day and the venue and whatever. But like. You show up early and you like your writer is out and there's, you know, alcohol aplenty. There's just whatever you want all hours of the day. And like, you know, in my case, it was just like really easy to get whatever drugs I wanted, whenever I wanted them. Like I would literally just tweet and be like, someone bring me this. And then like my mom would be like, you shouldn't tweet about cocaine and having someone bring it to you. And I was like, whatever, watch me. Because I was like rebellious. Holy <laughs> shit. That's pretty incredible. That's, That's incredible. Were you ever crazy. scared to like take drugs from a stranger in a random no. city? And that's like how I think I knew like towards the end. I was like, I think I have a problem because I was just like, whatever. Like random people, you know, like they'd be like a fan would be like, here's this bag of pills. And I'd be like, cool. What is yeah, like just dumb shit, really dumb shit. And this is, might might be a stupid question, but so you're a year sober, amazing, and that includes like weed, that everything, everything. I'm just wow. stone cold Steve stone Austin cold. sober. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Now, yeah. did wow. you grow up in Pasadena? No, Where? I grew up in La Crescenta. Okay, which is like Glendale, but like just up at the tip top of the two freeway. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. It's pretty. It's nice up there, yeah. It's really nice. I was just up there today with my mom. Isn't there like a famous bagel place? There used of- to be. Co- well, I don't know if it's famous. I was. I think it's a chain, actually. Goldstein's Bagels. I definitely know like maybe um, in La Cañada, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. of like a really famous bagel place. La Cañada, La Crescenta. What are you going to do? Let's go back to Lush. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to Honestly, Lush. Honestly, it was like... It was kind of the worst job ever because they make you like push products on people. Like you have to do the thing where you're like, do you want to try this like sea salt scrub? And people are like, no, I literally want to be left alone. And I I know what that's like because when I shop, I don't want anyone to bother me. And like I just hated having to like upsell and just like take someone's hand and be like, here, let me rub this like stuff on it. And people would be like, some people would be like legitimately bothered. The hand trick, I'm kind of over the hand trick. Yeah, no. you're not doing anything for me when you're rubbing like some <laughs> like a face scrub on my on this one patch of my hand that's already like pretty soft. Yeah, I mean like feel how soft this is. No, I'm like I have to go to like the lush sink and like I have know. to have you show me where it is and like where's the hand soap, where are the towels. It's like the hand trick. I'm pretty much done with that. The walk of shame to the lush sink is brutal. <laughs> also, I think lush has got to be. The most strongly scented store. Oh, dude, experience. I would walk. I would leave with a migraine every single day. It's very strong in it's there. It's really strong. Are they pumping smell or is it just it's the literally product? just the products smell that and intensely? Yeah. Esther, did you get your lotion this year for the Christmas sale? I had to like do a self-imposed ban on purchasing anything for the Christmas sale. I, I, the Boxing Day sale, I'm sure you're familiar, yeah. the day after Christmas, is there one big sale, um, it's a BOGO sale, I think it's, yeah, buy one, get one, um, no, I didn't get anything this year, I've, like, had to go off of Lush, because, it's so scented, you, yeah, it's so overly scented, and I feel like I kind of felt prey to the marketing, that it's very natural, but I'm pretty sure all that fragrance is artificial, and I'm, dude, have, we haven't talked about this on the podcast yet, but you have to watch this movie called Stink oh, no. on Netflix. I have to leave. It's all the artificial fragrance. It's oh, gonna. No. It's so scary. I'm just putting that out there. We can move on. But anyways, I'm off flush because it is a little too. Do you it's feel too like much, yeah. are there products? Is it natural? Like where do you stand? I mean, yes, but I also feel like I saw a thing. I mean, when I was working there, it was so, like, push it. Like, it's natural. Everything is natural. Mm. Like, people would be like, could I eat this? And I'd be like, no. But, like, technically, there's some stuff that, like, you could. Like, it's not, Yeah. you know. But I don't know. I remember seeing a couple of years ago, like, an article that was, like, why Lush sucks. And I think that was a big part of it. That there was, like, they were finding stuff that was not Hmm. natural. And then I think also there was, like, something they were doing with, like, employees that was, like, not cool i don't know it sucked to work there i really they, didn't like it they yeah. do make really good limited edition holiday stuff and i i'm grateful that one lotion the sleepy lotion which became a permanent item oh and we, it did yeah you never told me that oh that was like when esther and i first bonded was she was like <laughs> telling me about this limited edition once a year lush lotion these are all like huge trigger words for me I'm like once a year yeah. limited. limited holiday holiday it's just like <laughs> It was hitting, checking all these boxes. And then Esther was like, and there's this one sale. And I always wait to get it on the boxing sale. And then, of course, we come back from Christmas break and Esther has, like, 
10 sleepy lotions with her and she gave them out. What is a sleepy lotion? I don't even know. Are you familiar with the Twilight shower gel? Oh my God. It was the Twilight shower gel, but (laughs) the same scent from the Twilight shower gel in a lotion and it's called Sleepy and it basically was just a very, very soft lavender vanilla. To just soothe you. Yes. I'm still working through the jar you gave me. How gross is that? That's expired 10 times over. (laughs) Well expired by now. They also like make these cute little I think I, I don't remember if this was a bubble bar, but it was called that year. It was called the Peeping Santa, and it was just like this little Santa made out of soap. And I almost sold it on Reddit, and then at the last minute, was like, "I'm sorry, I can't sell this." <laughs> I still feel bad. I need to keep it. I jerked some woman. Someone around. Was this a used makeup forum, or is it like packaged? Like, what what are the rules on selling makeup? Wait, online? you can sell stuff on Reddit? Yeah, there's makeup sale stuff. There was at least at this time. I ha- in the dark days, Esther's. <laughs> Esther's one you're sober from makeup Reddit. <laughs> oh, I'm very happy for you. You should be. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, um, wait, I'm so curious. How did Best Coast come together? So Best Coast came together like when, let's see, I was 21, 22. Mm-hmm. I moved to New York to go to, to college for creative writing. And I was just kind of like, no, this is not, New York is not for me. Mm. Um, hmm. And then I just moved back to California. And I knew Bob um, through just like other bands I had played in and just like the DIY sort of like punk music scene in LA. And he was just this like older metal dude who had a big passion for pop music, which was very confusing to me. Um, because he did not seem like a person that would be into that kind of stuff, but he was. And I just like wrote him and was like, hey, I'm going to move back to California and I really want to start a band. And I think it would be really cool if you played on the songs that I write. And he was like, sick, hit me up when you get home. Aww. And then I literally like left that weekend. I like quit my internship at the Fader like over Gchat and like Ooh. told all my like closest friends there. I was like, I'm leaving. Like I was really, I did a lot of like just really crazy like just irrational shit at that point in time well 21 Um, that's what it's yeah 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 but like yeah like just telling your friends like on gchat like bye like i'm gone (laughs) um and then i just moved home and like literally was my mom was living in burbank at the time and i was just like living in a room there and started writing music and started sending it to bob and then we just started recording stuff and then and then it just all kind of just happened it was so weird how fast it happened and it didn't I didn't really expect anything I didn't do it to to have it become my career like I was just like oh I want to I want to like play music again because I've played music my whole life like I was a singer forever and my dad's a musician so I was around it um but yeah and then it just sort of happened Mm. and now all these years later I still do it Hell yeah. Which is pretty wild. I really don't think there's anyone like you. Thank you. Which is really impressive. Because it you. feels like there's a lot of music that's like other music, but I feel like you really defined something special, and that's probably a big reason why it took off so fast. Thanks. Totally. I appreciate that. I remember truly your music getting me through like cold Chicago winters at Northwestern. I remember sitting <sighs> in the library during finals, and it was just like so cold out so cold outside and listening 
to best coast and feeling warm and like remembering what the sun is like because I'm from LA Uh and just like remembering and being like yes like it's out there I'll be there soon (laughs) and like it was such a huge it is I love your music it's the best I really like that really to hear stuff like that really means a lot to me because I feel like when I was a teenager I had all of these bands that were really special to me and like records that I can still put on that like transport me back to being like a nostalgic little like Mm. angsty sort of teenage girl and I feel like with our first record crazy for you like so many people say like that record got me through like high school my first breakup my like college and that to me is so cool because I have that you know like I have those same types of records and same that same sort of thing. So I feel like at the end of the day, it makes me just feel really grateful that I've like created something that that people can connect to like a certain point in their life. It's really true. Oh, my God. I, can I share mine? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there's one song that I remember that was on a playlist of my boyfriend's. Like he just had this playlist, uh, you know, whatever it was of the songs he had on his iPod at the, when we first started dating. And I all, like that song always reminds me of um, just like the beginning of our relationship. And then also I had this MTV pilot years ago and on the soundtrack, like the producer made a soundtrack, like a fake soundtrack mm-hmm. for us of the pilot. And I want to say it's the song is called, it's Do You Love Oh, Do You Love Me Like yeah. You Used To, yeah. And that song, like, it just reminds me of, I don't know, it just reminds me of, like, my first big thing. Aww. And, like, I was so young. And I don't know, it just, it's, like, has, like, like you said, it's, like, this youthful, cheery yeah, feeling. It's like you. all the good parts of being young in California. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. Are there any, like, people that you admire? Any, like, pinch me moments with celebrities being like, I love your music? Like, that, That's I feel like, must question. be so fun to have people you admire. Yeah. I did, when I was, I don't remember exactly what year it was, but I co-wrote and was featured on a, a Weezer song from, like, one of their, it, I want to say it came out, like, four or five years ago it, I also bad I can't remember the name of the record um but that was crazy when I was like asked like it was like Rivers Cuomo wants you to come and like meet him in Santa Monica and write a song with oh him my and, God. and Best Coast had just started and so I was just like okay and I had full-on like imposter syndrome where I was like why on earth am I doing this I don't deserve to be here and then like all these years went by and they were like, okay, we're using that song on the record. And I was like, fuck, I kind of like, I mean, I didn't forget about it, but obviously I was like, nothing will happen. Um, and then I went into the studio and like recorded my part and then I performed it with them at like wow. festivals and like some shows that they did. And that was definitely a thing where I was like, this is wild. Like I've had a lot of moments where I just am very like humbled like I named my dog after a Blink-182 song and I posted about her recently and Mark Hoppus responded and was like her name is Josie and he was like but does she bring you like Mexican food from Sombreros just because and I was like Mark Hoppus just tweeted at me in reference to my dog and like quoted Blink-182 like when I was 13 that's the kind of shit that would have made me like lose my mind. And I would have been like, that, that'll never happen. You know, I also just met Gwen Stefani, (gasps) but she did not. She was, she was full honest and was like, cause our band opened for 
no doubt like years ago oh cool and i told her that and she full full on was like i don't remember and i was like you know what gwen that's fine i'm <laughs> super glad that you're just honest but she was so nice otherwise i will never forget i met gwen stefani did you at a like i was somehow introduced to her and she held out her hand instead of a regular handshake and I love Gwen. I say this with so much love and so much peace, so much peace and love. She held out her hand completely straight and let her wrist go limp on the end as if to say, kiss my hand. And I didn't know what to do. I kind of Only remember you. grabbing it. Only you. I kind of remember. So her hand was dangling like this. And I kind of vaguely remember like. Cut her mic. Grabbing <laughs> grabbing it. Cut her mic quick. Grabbing her hand, her dangling hand. And. Maybe shaking it or something. I, I did something with the hand, but it wasn't a straightforward handshake. And I did not give her the kiss that she wanted. But I'll never forget it. I just, every time, like, even just hearing Gwen Stefani's name, it sends me into this terror. And I'm, like, right back where yeah. I was. And I didn't know what to do with her with hand. The hand. Yeah. The I was, like, hand. sweating. Like, she, she, and then I was, like, can we take a photo? And she was, like, yeah. And I was, like. Just my upper lip was like, because I'm Italian, so I get a lot of like upper lip sweat. Meat sweats even when you're not eating (laughs) meat. The worst. And um, I was just sweating, and she like just took my phone and started doing selfies from all angles. And she, of course, looks amazing. Uh, She's one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen. It's like insane. In person, is she? In person, so skinny. She's so beautiful. She's has had a lot of things done to her face Fair really enough. however it looks great on her she looks really like, like her face doesn't young. move like at all it does not move at all and sometimes when i see that like super close up i'm like like for example i met lisa rinna earlier th- earlier in the day that i met gwen stefani God and like her bless. face is it's a lot um it's it's a it's extreme. Sometimes that stuff looks really good in pictures. Yeah, but up close, it's a doozy. But when I was looking at Gwen and was noticing that nothing was moving, I was like, "This works for you. Like it really works. The, like she looks like a wax figure, but like in the best way possible. The work is at such a high level. Yeah, that you can't help but marvel at the artistry. <laughs> it's like the Sistine Chapel. It's like I don't want that in my house, but goddamn, that's the most beautiful yeah. motherfucking ceiling I've ever <laughs> seen. Yeah. Uh, But Gwen, I just, I mean, she's really tiny. Yeah. I guess I'm always tripped up when I see celebrities and female celebrities in person that you think of as being slim, but then something in person, they're like so small. It hits you. It's crazy. It does hit you in the face. Tomorrow I'm filming a bit with Giselle. Oh, And I'm kind of excited. Like, what is, what's she going to be like? Oh, What's she going to be like in person? Is she going to be funny? No. Is she going to be nice? Is she going to be nice? Absolutely not. Is she going to think she's funny? Yes. Yes, Yes, she will. Totally. I mean, one of my favorite Giselle stories, and I I probably won't bring it up with her, is that so Giselle famously got a, well, not famous, she got a facelift, but in France, and to avoid being seen leaving the French plastic surgeon's office, she wore a full-length burqa. The, no. the European press knew it was her because, like, the car that she got into was, like, driven by the same guy who, like, dropped her off. And she was wearing sandals with the burqa. <laughs> and Muslim women traditionally don't wear sandals with yeah. the burqa. And it's just so funny. There are pictures of, like, Giselle, or allegedly who I believe to be Giselle, in a burqa, Ugh. leaving a plastic surgeon's office. I mean... Amazing. I mean, you should bring it up. I, I was just going to say, are you going to ask her about that? I will not do that. 
I get so inspired when I meet a celebrity and they're like super glowy. Like it does just like it has a lasting effect on me like yeah. a high. I know that feeling. It just gives you like the strength you need for like another month on this <laughs> on this godforsaken <laughs> earth. Just gives you a little something to go going into the holidays with Giselle in my back pocket. Oh man. I'm going to be flying through Christmas, baby. Yeah. When I saw Gwen, I was like Okay, I think maybe it's time to like go get Botox again. Like it, no. it inspired me. Oh yeah. Are you not are you anti Botox? Oh, I'm not anti, but I don't I just don't like the feeling of people I don't like when people feel like they have to do it or need it. Sure. No. I think it was more like in, it inspired. It wasn't like I all of a sudden felt like a troll next to her even though I did feel like a troll next to her well, cuz you... she's a wax figure. <laughs> right. But it did it did kind of just make me be like Oh, okay, maybe it's maybe. okay. It's when fine, you see yeah. she's got like the whole kitten caboodle. She's been refurbed yeah. from the from the fucking studs up. You know, that's a full gut and renovation. And when you say <laughs> that you're like, what's so wrong with getting a little botox? Like is it the worst thing in the world? Absolutely not. I don't know. Sometimes I see women like that and I'm empowered. I'm like, plastic surgery's cool. Yeah, yeah, do you. Do what you want. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. You have a derm in L.A. that you really love. Like, I feel like you post about your dermatologist a lot. Yeah. Who is she? Her name is Dr. K. Oh. She's hilarious. She once asked me to bring in a guitar to play um, a song for her podcast. <laughs> and I said, no. <laughs> oh, I said, good I will, for you. I will do uh, your podcast if you'd like, but I will not play a guitar. I mean, I was just, like, picturing myself, like, on the, like, chair getting things done to my face like with a guitar and I was like this is not no. me like I'm not at that level of like I'll do things for free like that style like I'm like no if she was like I'll give you everything for free if you play guitar on the chair I would still be like I'm sorry I'm not doing really that. No. even if you got units the offer of <laughs> units free units for one song no I couldn't do it there's just no. certain things I can't is Dignity. it the factor of being in the chair is that what it is? It's no, like it's feels too like, gimmicky. It's like I'm playing the guitar at the dermatologist's office. Right. It's, it's like, like embarrassing. It's so, it's so unnecessary. Yeah. And it would be so shameful. Like you wouldn't have fun doing that. Mm -hmm. You'd be like the silence. And then she would like expect me to like repost it. And then I have to be embarrassed Ooh. to like show all my fans. Like, yes. Check out this thing I did for free Botox. It's just like, no. No. <laughs> no. You know what? That is such a powerful uh, motivation for me to say no to things now. Yes. Is will I be embarrassed? <sighs> To post about this, and the answer you have is to ask. often yes. Yeah, because I've tried like getting away with like being like, oh, like I was gonna post it on my story in a little bit, like, tit tut. <laughs> but no, people, you really have. If you do something, you really have to post you, about it. You do, yeah. You they go, will come. They will come. They for will you. come. They will say really the n word. No, say no when someone asks you to do stuff. And I think we're done with the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, uh, I, don't well, say N-word. I remember when I did like a last call with Carson Daly interview and they had this big frame. <laughs> like they had this oh, giant like picture frame. like a postable like. They're like, can oh. you, they're like, okay, we're going to shoot some B-roll. And they're like, step inside and then outside of the frame. And I, I just like, I was like, I am not going to do that. And it, it was the first time it just like came out of me. I was like, no, I, I can't. And I, I always, I hold that with me strongly That's to strong. remind myself. That's really strong. Yeah, it took me a while to be able to build up the like confidence and courage to just say no to things. Because I feel like in the beginning, 
I had such imposter syndrome that I was like, I have to do everything I'm, that's asked of me. Mm-hmm. Like any dumb thing, I'd be like, sure, I have to do that. And now I'm just like, I'm not doing that. I'm not bringing my guitar to the dermatologist. I'm not <laughs> stepping in the frame or out of the frame. Like I'll do photo shoots and people will be like, you know, like hold your guitar. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to like fake rock in a photo shoot. I'm just not going to do it. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, unless it's like it makes sense to the to whatever it is I'm doing. But like I've literally had like photographers be like, do the like rock hands. And I'm like, <gasps> you must be insane to <sighs> think. But like back in when I was like 22, 23, I would have been like, oh, God, like I would have been doing it. Oh, and wow. then you because you, you're doing it. You're literally doing am it. Am I doing it right <laughs> you now? You tell it. yourself like, oh, I'll just do it because it's easier than saying no and being awkward. Yeah. But then you do it. And then guess what? That's a photo that they yep. spread around. And then yep. you're like, oh, God, like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Saying no yeah. is so powerful. Yeah. It really It's really hard. Say no to Giselle tomorrow. We <laughs> dare I you. Just, just find any way to possibly say no to her. <gasps> Cut to you she hires you and like you guys are best friends. And I get a Brazilian accent. I'm like, sorry. And I'm like, <laughs> off to Brazil. <laughs> Giselle. Um that was Dobby. Not not Brazilian. <laughs> I think she is isn't she vegan, Giselle? She, oh, you, God, thank you for reminding me. She and Tom Brady are both on the oh TV God, 12. I forgot that she's married to him. She's married to Tom Brady, and Tom Brady has a diet book, and Giselle kind of talks about their diet, but they have, they're very strict. It's like no nightshades. They they might, they may be vegan. I'm not 100% sure. Will you please monitor what she eats? I will. For the sake of this podcast I, and I friendship? Will. I absolutely will. Thank I will you. lock in on Giselle and I will not let go <laughs> until the minute she's off the premises. I am I'm in, baby. Locked in. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited to see my queen Giselle. Also, I highly recommend watching Giselle. You're a musician. Uh Google Giselle playing the guitar. You will be disappointed by what you find. <laughs> she's really? there's a lot of Giselle accompanying herself and like trying to get her singing career going. I no. will only be disappointed if she's amazing. It's so bad. You I feel like watch she it. would play guitar at the dermatologist for sure. She's like, yes, we yes. found our person. Yeah, she'll do it. She's, she'll totally. She's do it. looking for any chance to like show her chops. She's like throwing up rock hands. Yes, left and right. That is a rock hand thrower for sure. For sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys. Um, can I just talk about really quickly that I broke my toe last night? Yes, Esther. It's my it. time. You've been it. quiet. You've been good up until this. You've been very good. <gasps> have you? Have either of you ever broken a toe? No. I I've know. heard it's bad, though. Really? I had never heard anything about it, but I slammed into a foam roller oh my God. because I was excited to watch the Chris Watts 2020 special, and I sped into my room to get my glasses and cracked into the foam roller, and then I went to the doctor today, and it's... It's officially this is my first broken bone. Wow. wow. It's I know I'm I'm such a trooper. <laughs> How do you do it? <laughs> Anyways, it hurts a lot. Esther, be strong for us. And there's nothing Have you guys ever broken a bone? No. Yes. Really? No, I never have. I always wanted to, which is oh, very morbid. <laughs> no, you it's don't like want to break the little a bone. kid that wants braces and yeah. glasses. I used to like fake breaking I've broken bones, but I remember like I would like fake breaking fingers and high school and like put makeup on it to make it look bruised wow. and like put on a splint God. i definitely get the fetishizing of yeah. breaking things well for me i think it was like i really wanted the attention yeah. i'm also an only Ooh. child so i did a lot of extreme like 
attention getting. I know. Stuff. You'd think that as only child, like, we, we got enough, <laughs> but it was, like, never enough. Are you also an only child? I have a younger half-brother who's oh, okay. 17, but I had some f- few good years without him. Yeah. And I have an older half-sister, and I had years with—she moved out early, so I guess we're kind of the you same but reverse. Same but reverse, definitely. But— I mean, I know about broken toes. I know they're similar to broken ribs for the most part in that there's nothing you nothing can really can do. do. You right? just have to, like, let them heal. And you just have to wear the boots. Especially with a pinky. I mean, Oof. that oh, thing shouldn't pinky? even. Yeah. That sucks. I mean, that pinky shouldn't even be on our bodies anymore. They're <laughs> almost fully vestigial at this point. Vestigial. I wonder if I vestigial? should have just vestigial. let it go. Like, should I just get, go ahead and get it removed now while I can? Well, I personally have two deformed pinkies. I think Excuse I'm... me? You've never seen them. I'm more of. I feel that I'm more evolved because I'm. I'm pretty much evolving my pinkies off my body. They're <laughs> completely useless. Neither of them touch the ground. Wait, they're like what? dead pinkies. <laughs> they have no ability to like move with the foot. They're just like they're, they're not black. in sync. They're not in sync with the foot. Let's just say they're marching to the beat of their own drummer. Oh my god! But yeah, pinkies are useless. I mean, it's such a slap in the face that you got your pink. You broke your pinky of all bones. It's right, like, it just causes pain and gives nothing gives in return. Nothing in return. <gasps> I'm so sorry, Esther. But again, you can donate to Esther's GoFundMe. <laughs> um, it's in the link of the glowing up Instagram bio. It's just so embarrassing too because you know that when I say that I broke On my pinky toe, of it's course. like. But Who? that's my favorite part is that it's on a phone. I know. It's a, a nice phone. It's a really nice one. It's the one the Pilates instructor said like specifically to Have get. Have you used the foam roller for, for your body for anything else? <laughs> no, just to break bones. <laughs> it's just the pinky. T- when you go into the world and you say you broke your pinky toe, like who gives no one a cares. fuck about no you? No one cares about you. That sucks. I'm just the lowest on the totem pole. I know. I wish you broke something like more visible. Punch and me in the hearty. face. I know. <gasps> I know. Poor Esther. What's the plan? I, I feel like the shoe is cool though. That's nice. Mini it booty. kind of hurts. I think it looks nice. It looks sort of like it could be a fashion, right? Mm, yeah, it's kind of it's the, got a Balenciaga, yeah, it does. Yeah. chunky it sneaker does. moment. Okay, like maybe you just get another one and you just wear them. <laughs> yeah, if there were two on, I'd be into it. Honestly, I, like the heel. The more I look at it, and the ankle, it's cute. The more I look at it, the more I like it. Maybe yeah. I need a second one. Maybe you need like a pair in like a sandy beige. Yeah, like imagine Ooh. it with like a little sock. I feel like it I would be love cute. it with a sock. A nude color, definitely. Ugh, it just hit me <laughs> that when we do podcasts, we have to take pictures, and I could not have shown up looking <laughs> better. Esther, I have Korean apps that can add makeup. I've done before on you and I'm not afraid to do it again (laughs) I really do have some good ones oh poor Esther I know well we're all we're all praying for you and we stand with you absolutely thank you I Um, mean my thought look uh, what's your shower plan can you get it wet yeah wait why wouldn't I be able to get it wet uh, well, a- for those of us that have had real broken bones <laughs> when you cannot get the cast wet oh. and you have to put your leg in a garbage bag in oh. a college dorm bathroom and have your boyfriend who you haven't been dating that long <laughs> help you in. Oh, my oh, God. No. It's okay, guys. Wait, what did you break? Um, My ankle. I When I broke my ankle in college. That poor unsuspecting boyfriend. Poor Charles. You know, he did not know what he was getting into. Freshman year, fall quarter. He was like, this Jewess, like, she's a great option. But little did he know, like, 
disaster was on the horizon. <laughs> I mean, I remember him just like helping me because I had had surgery on it. So it was like this whole oh, thing. No. And I couldn't get it wet and this and that. And I had like a shower chair, like an old person oh, in the dorm. Oh my God, I know, I know, I know. The registrar and all the administrators suggested I take a quarter off, but I was too brave. I couldn't do it. I had to stay. And I, looking back, I should have definitely taken that quarter off, but I didn't want to graduate late. And I just remember Charles like helping me into the chair and there was some kind of a miscommunication. <laughs> Oh no! I remember there being some kind of a miscommunication, <laughs> sure. and me just falling leg first, <laughs> and like landing leg first in the shower, and no. Charles being like, "Are you okay?" And it's like you still want to seem kind of cute, even though you're you have so much trauma. And like, but I was just like, "I'm fine," but I literally like fell on my broken leg. You guys never had a chance. How did I you know. break it? It was. Very first day it snowed at, I'll set the scene. Okay. It was the like first week back after, I guess, what Thanksgiving or something. When you go back and it's yeah. like, it was snowing. And I'm from LA. Like, my ass has truly never seen snow. Yeah. And I, I set out, it was like Monday morning. It was like, you go, you're, it's like the first day of your classes when you're getting the syllabus and this yeah. and then you're like trotting off. You're like, where's my class? Like, I don't even know what building it's in. And it was snowing, and I was like, oh, it's a little slippery. Like, I better go back to my dorm and get my snow boots. And even with the snow boots, I go back to my dorm, I put on snow boots. Even with the snow boots, I just slip. Oh. I can't believe you think— I hear a crack. No. <gasps> I, was, I heard it. Because snow boots don't protect you from no, slipping. No, you need the spikes. <laughs> you need, like, the kind of, like, spiky thingies for the ice. And you just need to know how to walk on ice. I, no like, one told me. Oh, you don't—no one teaches you that when you're from no. here. No, when I lived in you. New York, I wore a trench coat as a winter coat, <gasps> thinking that that would keep me warm. And my boyfriend at the time, who was from Long Island, was so sweet and switched coats with me. Oh, but then he was cold, and yeah, it was yeah. When you're from California, like you don't know shit about that. Oh well, when it dipped down to like below fifty degrees, I was like, I guess it's time for my winter coat. Yeah. And it was like, no, it gets like below zero with yeah. wind chill. Oh, it was so cold. Yeah, Chicago is. Esther's from there. She gets oh, it. Oh, you are. Yeah. It's a lot. It's terrible. It's a lot. It's, it's painful. So it hits you in the face. It hits you everywhere. I mean, your tear, your eyeballs yeah. start to freeze a little bit. Any wet part, like God. For, oh, anyway, I can't go back to that place. <laughs> I can't. I can't go <laughs> to back that there mental mentally. state when Charles. I'm gonna say the you. no word to the rest of this conversation. <gasps> you know, the N word to the rest of this conversation. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. And I think we should stop. When Charles dropped you in the shower, everything <laughs> changed. It was a miscommunication. <laughs> Things were going so fast. Words were flying. You know, we didn't have our love languages really set yet. You know, we were just doing the best we could. And he dropped me and I fell leg first. That's the oh, thing. I just remember no. using my broken leg <laughs> to like... To like cushion Did you have, like, my one fall. of those giant casts. Oh my god, like, I had all a the way giant. Up the leg. It wasn't. It thankfully wasn't to my hip. It was just to my knee. But I remember hurt? like scratch. Oh, the other thing is like when you have a broken leg, it just gets so itchy that cast is on for months, Ugh. and you will like put anything. They yeah. tell you they go, don't itch it, don't use anything, <laughs> just resist the. But you can't. And I would like itch it, and with like a pen, and then a pen cap would get stuck down there, no. and like you couldn't get it. Oh, and then you god. have this like pen cap there for months. <laughs> I when they took it off, there was like pen caps and coins and like. <laughs> All this crazy stuff. Coupons. Did people sign it? Um, no. Um, I think it was. That was like why would. I always wanted. No <laughs> fact. No that was like part of why I wanted a cast because I wanted it signed. Yep. Yeah. 
And I mean, I also broke my leg when I was really young. Jesus. I've broken. I am surprised that neither of you guys have broke bones. <laughs> I was my birth. It was like the day after my birthday and I got those strap on Barbie roller skates that you strap on oh, your yeah. sneakers. Those are unsafe. <laughs> no I was, shit. I was completely like st- set up with like elbow pads and knee pads. And I had the, even the wrist pads. And I was so young and I just ate it and I like broke my leg and no one believed me. I was like, <laughs> it really hurts. Like, please. And we had a doctor that lived next door and he like felt my leg and he was like, it doesn't seem broken. But apparently I complained so much that they're like oh okay let's just take her to the doctor and it was broken today Benji called me and he was like I broke my toe in high school and no one believed me and he's like I remember they made me go to school and then at the end of the day I had to crawl crying into the car (laughs) (laughs) saying that I swear it's broken it's so funny. It's so crawling into the car. It's so fucked up being from like having the childhood where no one believes you. Yeah. That's why literally today I posted this on my Instagram story. Like when he walked into that room with the gusto of saying that my bone was broken, like I've never felt so much pride. I'm like, this is it. Like this yeah. goes out to all those times I've faked or been accused the of faking. Haters, yeah, the like it's real. Those who doubted you. <laughs> That is, yeah. I mean, when you put it like that, it's a huge victory for you. Yeah, as Congrats. a matter of fact. Congrats. Congrats. <laughs> Congratulations, girl. This is huge. Oh, my gosh. Um, Do you want us to sign your skin? <laughs> Do you want to have a shirt? I, yeah, I don't want to ruin that shoe, honestly. The Balenciaga so, vibe. I'm not. I'm like... I'm truly into it. Yeah. I, these, I point. think they're like $24. If you guys want me to hook it up from Dr. Christopher Lee's office... He's got it going. Does We're not he design them no. himself? Yeah. No. He it's made it clear. Right? He was like, if you get a charge, it's not because of me. I'm like, okay, it's fine. Okay. Um, who is this guy? Who's this angel and can we play guitar for him? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, this has been so awesome. Yeah. It's been so fun talking to you. Yes, Thank you, guys. Thank and you being inspired by you. Oh, thanks. Thanks so much. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. I'm glad it worked. I feel like we've been chasing after this for quite some time. I know, and we made it, and we're here. And it all worked out. Yes, it did. people should follow you on Instagram and listen to your music. Yeah. And where can we find you on Instagram? Best underscore coast. There you go. If you like dogs Mm -hmm. and check rock hands oh. and sometimes <laughs> dermatology related things mm-hmm. hit mm-hmm. me up hit that follow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. also cats my cat is on there a lot too of course but he's old now so he's a little bit like retired from and, the scene and a dog too right <laughs> yeah the dog is like all up in the shit oh yeah she's she's like very hammy she's a star <laughs> Oh, this has been a pleasure. I a know. delight. Thank, Thank you. Thanks. Let's Thanks. go absolutely take the worst picture of our lives. Thanks so you guys for saying Let's it do before it. I did. Awesome. Okay. You guys will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Let's go.